Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> Holy moly, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, delightful, delicious world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am here today with my co-host, Miss Lillaroo. <laughs> For those of you who don't know her, she is my co-pilot who happens to be incarnate in feline form this time around. Um, but do not let that fool you <laughs> into thinking any silliness like that that makes her any less potent because she is one heck of a creator of magnitude. And she's here with me today already in my lap. She's like ready to go. Um, if it's your first time joining us, thank you so much for stopping by. And however, wherever and whenever you're joining us, uh, if it's not Friday, the 21st of July, 2017, how cool is that? How does it get even funner? And how? can we be an invitation to you regardless of when and where and how you're playing with us today so thank you again and if it's not your first time if you're coming back to play thank you so much for the contribution you are being to come and visit us uh, however whenever and wherever you have been coming to visit us um, I'm so grateful that we get to play with this show the way we get to play with it. You can listen to live shows, you can play during the live shows with us, and you can get your replays on demand. You can be listening through iTunes, through iTunein, uh, through several other streaming devices or services. It's awesome. We're like, we're kind of global, y'all. That's cool. <laughs> And we are on the Inspired Choices Network, bringing conscious voices to the world. And I'm so honored to be one of those conscious voices <laughs> here with my little Ruth, who's also a conscious voice. It just kind of comes out in an interesting tone for her. Um, and if you would like to play with us live, you can actually jump into the chat room. We are at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. If you're not there already, just look on the blue bar near the top of the screen, any screen in that on that platform, uh, you'll see the word chat room. Click on that, give yourself a name, and come on in. And you can play with us backstage. You can submit your questions that way. You can submit your comments that way. You can just, you know, have fun with us. We are always doing something silly in the chat room. And if you want to bring your questions on the air live, the phone numbers to do that are uh, pretty much everywhere on any screen in Inspired Choices Network as well. And uh, there is a number for the U.S., there's a number for Canada, and if you're not able to use either of those, you can also Skype with us. So oh, without further uh, housekeeping. <laughs> I think I've covered the housekeeping. Uh, if you don't know who the heck I am, well, I'm Keisha Clark. That's who I'm playing this lifetime. And um, I'm having fun as a happily unconventional change agent. I am uh, an intuitive medium. I am uh, an animal communicator. I am a body worker. 
I am an empowerment coach, and I also like to sing and write and, you know, just generally play, have fun, create cool stuff, and um, enjoy the experience of embodiment that we're having <laughs> and facilitate those who are ready to have more of that for themselves, uh, to have a little more of that for themselves. So my fun thing that I play with here on Living uh, Beyond Linear is stop asking your life to make sense. Yep. We're going there because uh, what I find for me and for pretty much everyone that I have worked with and played with is when we are willing to stop trying to figure it out and stop asking it to make sense, it actually opens up to us, our life, the universe, <laughs> uh, the great mystery, actually opens up to us and totally makes sense in a way that relates uniquely to us and to what we came here to play with. So all these amazing gifts and talents and capacities and capabilities and magic that you bring, what if tapping into them uh, cannot happen if you're trying to figure it out in a linear, logical fashion? So we like to get to that because I have um, – I've just where my life experience has taken me is that everything really beyond what is logical and explainable, as we as the lovely woman said in the opening of the show, everything beyond that is really where I find we can actually get into what truly empowers us to be creating in the way that works for us, to be living the life in the way that is really fun for us, living our life, creating our life, living our life, loving our life. I am ready for lots more of that. Who's who's up for some of that? Hands up. All right. I know. I can't see you, but you know, I get the energy. <laughs> and we play a lot with that here. So if the word energy makes your eyes roll, this might not be the place you want to land for too long. <laughs> if you don't have an allergic reaction to that word, <laughs> then you might be in a place that you can have a little bit of fun. And today's topic is no exception. We are playing with are we motivating ourselves to madness? Hmm. Are we motivating ourselves to madness? How about you? Have you ever done that? Are you doing that right now? <laughs> Are you into motivation or being motivated or motivating others? It is a popular club, yes. And does that really mean that it works for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of us wear shoes. Does that really mean that we like wearing them? <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know, that just came to me. <laughs> or is there something, uh, uh, sorry, does motivation creation, or we could say creation from motivation, actually allow us to enjoy creating or enjoy what we create? Or is there something else going on with motivation that is actually making us crazy? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I can say yes to that for me. So for this week's Beyond Linear Adventure, we are diving into the motivation game. And who is actually having any fun yet? Are you? I thought I was. I wanted to because I really wanted to buy into that, you know, you're supposed to be motivated. You're supposed to get motivated to create and do something and, like, be someone and make something of your life. And what I find, what I found and what I continue to find is that motivation does not work for me. So are you one of those people that motivation does not work for and it actually drives you crazy? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so let's just take a breath. We can acknowledge that here. It's a safe space to do that. <laughs> you don't have to tell anybody else if you don't want to. I just, when I came to the awareness that motivation was not my cup of tea, so to speak, um, it, it was it was a moment. It was like, oh, 
it doesn't work because I went into making myself wrong so many times and so often when motivation just it, it didn't mean anything to me. It did not work for me. And that's what we want to play with today. Um, are you one of the people that motivation is not working for? And so have you been making yourself really wrong because motivation doesn't work for you? Yeah. Isn't that fun? <laughs> not really. <laughs> So what if we could change that today? Uh, we have roughly 50-ish or so minutes left in this conversation, so I reckon we can actually turn a little bit of life on its ear here, and we can actually find something else to play with. <laughs> so I also want to say that motivation actually does work for some people. So I'm not here to tell you that motivation is a wrong approach. Uh, motivation actually works for a number of people, and that's part of why it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Um, and it's also the fact that it doesn't work for a lot of people is why it is a multi-billion dollar industry. So isn't that kind of cool? Motivation can work either way. <laughs> you can you can actually do pretty well as a motivational speaker. And we're going to play with some uh, some different choices and some different uh, approaches to getting ourselves kind of revved up, geared up, psyched up, whatever, however you want to say it, we're going to look at those individual energies and really dive into the words, the energy of the words, the energy of what we're playing with. Um, so I, I, of course, I go to Etymology Online Dictionary or the Online Etymology Dictionary, which has a funky name. It's actually Etym Online. <laughs> dot com and you could just google etymology if you want and uh that is the 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 history the study the energy of words and i love this reference it's a fabulous resource um so i looked up motivation of course and as a noun it's from approximately the late 1800s um it is from the root motivate plus of course the ion and it's it's referring to psychological use which says inner or social stimulus for an action. Um, the word came around in the late 1800s. The psychological application came around in the early 1900s. Self-motivation then is also your, the self version of that. And um, let's see, the word unmotivated as an adjective is simply referring to lacking in motivation or lacking in motive. So if you look at the word motivation, even motive, no, to motivate, you've got the root in there being motive. Motive. Now, you know what a motive is. You hear that word in, in trials, in, in jury trials quite a bit, or in legal trials quite a bit, talking about motive. What was your motive to, to take the action you took? And I thought that that was kind of interesting. I think a lot of things are interesting. You'll hear me say that a lot if it's your first time on the show. <laughs> um, so when, within the, the whole practice of motivation or being motivated or motivating others is providing a motive. Now, isn't that interesting? So it is uh, in the etymology dictionary, uh, motive as noun, um, it says something brought forward and um, it says it will, like human will, or drive, or motivation. Um, in the noun use of the adjective, it literally means moving. So that's kind of interesting. Um, moving and or impelling from uh, medieval Latin terms. 
a moving motion or to move. Um, <clears throat> and then there is this interesting thing. It says um, it also has a meaning that which inwardly moves a person to behave a certain way. And that's from the early 15th century. And that one caught my attention, of course, <laughs> as it is relative to today's topic. And <clears throat> that's the part I really would like to put some, some attention on as we look at motivation. To have a motive, uh, it is that which inwardly moves a person to behave a certain way. Now, a lot of the times, how do we hear that word? We hear it relative to um, something that is about a crime. So what motivated you to behave a certain way? <clears throat> and that's really the thing about motivation that I find is where we we get tripped up or we trip ourselves up. Usually it's us tripping ourselves up because we can be really good at that. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm really good at that. So <clears throat> when it comes to motivation, so much of what I see, have seen, and what I have personally experienced is there is a specific result or outcome in this motivation or, or as the as the purpose of this motivation. And and a lot of us go into the wrongness when we find that whatever it is we're trying to apply to motivate us, whether it's a program or whether we're listening to um, speeches or um, following someone's you know, uh, coursework, um, what I find is that when we try to behave in a certain way that isn't really, it doesn't really line up with who we are, one, it feels like, well, we're just, we're not, like, where did we go, right? Now, for some of us, it it works just fine. For some of us, we can apply what someone else does, and we can duplicate that, and we can, or mimic, we can also mimic that, whichever word you want to use. And and it works. It's It, it produces a a result that is satisfactory, and some people are really fine with that. It really works for them. So if that's what works for you and you have no um, no desire, you know, there's nothing that really moves you that says, oh, I want to change the way I do this, then cool, you don't have to. That is awesome because not a lot of people can say they're happy with the way things are going, right, or the way something is working or not working for them. If it's working for you, keep it for a while longer, play with it some more, let it keep working for you. If it's not working for you, what is it that we can shift, that you can shift, <laughs> that will change how this works, or if it's not working, that will change this to actually work for us in a way? <clears throat> so if you need a motive, if you need to have a reason to do something, the first thing I want to invite you to is what is it that gives rise to the need for a reason? So do you function or do you try to function from any action that you take has to be justified or validated? And or that you will only take action when it can be justified or validated? Yeah, that kind of sets up some interesting dynamics, doesn't it? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> if you are waiting to take action until you have a reason or need validation, um, what is that creating? Just put that question into your world. And if you're taking action to be validated, what is that creating? Do either of those choices have very much room or very much freedom within them? I don't perceive a great deal of freedom in, in either of those options. How about you? Yeah. So if you're needing a motive, if you need a reason, if you're requiring something that gets you to move, that's the first thing to look at. Is it, are you, are you choosing that or are you functioning from that from the space of, of, really, are you functioning from that from the space of choice is really one of the first questions. Like, is that fun for you? I can tell you that's not fun for me. If I'm functioning and when I have functioned from, I'll do it when I have enough of a reason, when I have something to move me. Now, I get that within a lot of motivational programs, there is that desire to get people to move. And uh, much of motivation I see out in the world is, is being used in a way that actually creates more of a pressure to move. So how many of us function from pressure? Yeah, I've done it. Oh my gosh, I've created pretty much the majority of my life from that until I started to go, uh, I'm not having fun. <laughs> and I actually, after saying it probably, I don't know, 500 million times, I actually started to be willing to shift what I was doing. Now, do I still flip into motivational type of stuff? Do I still flip into that needing a reason to move and waiting for the pressure and, and or creating my own pressure? Absolutely I do. <laughs> this is not like a master's program yet, so, so don't feel like you have to get this right because this is not a motivational speech <laughs> or program. <laughs> but what I noticed is that with much of my life at a certain point, I, I kind of looked up, I came up for air, and I, I got the awareness of how much of my life I was trying to create from pressure. And I was literally being driven into motion from the pressure. I was actually trying to get away from the pressure rather than move toward what I truly desired. And I know this isn't the first time, if you've listened to the show before, it's not the first time you've heard me talk about this. Um, if you've listened to pretty much any other talk show before, it's probably not the first time you've heard this. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a known um, point that we work with. And is that something that's still going on for you somehow, some way, somewhere in your life? I still find moments that I can easily trigger into that. And so there's a lot of those default programs that we have where we've just kind of set ourselves up to flip into that sort of that unconsciousness, <laughs> that, that not being present with certain parts of our life, and we let pressure build until it causes us to move. But what if we didn't have to function from pressure to move? What if we could actually choose action. We could actually choose to be in motion. And what if being in motion is not necessarily something physical? What if it's not like becoming super person and, you know, taking on 15 things at a time? That's not really what I'm talking about either. 
So isn't it interesting? A lot of us flip into another conclusion <laughs> built on another conclusion, built on a previous conclusion that comes from an expectation that is something we get in motivation because we're trying to be motivated, right? Okay, madness <laughs> in my book. That's madness. That's not fun. And uh, we're going to have a quick little break. And so what I'd like for you to do well, what I'm inviting you to do, is just get present in this moment in your life. And would you be willing to have your awareness of where you have actually been creating from pressure or functioning from pressure in order to create? I would venture to say it's probably for many of us more than what we might want it to be. And this is just about acknowledging. This is just about seeing it for what it is and acknowledging, oh, look what I'm doing. And if and where you're doing that, that's really all that's required. So that's what I invite you to over this break. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear <laughs> Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my co-host, Lilla Rue. And uh, you're here on the Inspired Choices Network with us, however it is you're joining us. And we will be back right after this break. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> I'm still giddy from the new music for the show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you joined us last week, it was the first show with the new music and I giggled pretty much all the way through the show <laughs> and I'm still giggling every time I hear that music. Oh my goodness, it's just so fun. Oh, yeah. And last week we were talking about um all the lonely people and uh if you would like to hear that show or any of the shows in my archives, you can actually visit my host page here on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and you can click on the archives tab. You can pick from over a hundred and hmm, I think I'm at 135, 135 shows. Oh! <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> when I first played with the idea of being a radio show host, when it was first like suggested to me or offered to me as even a possibility, I remember saying, oh, I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm really cut out for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing now. <laughs> Thank you, Christine McIver, <laughs> who is 
also uh, one of the hosts here on Inspired Choices Network, and she just happens to be the station owner. How cool is that? And yes, uh, if you would like to uh, consider the possibility that you would maybe have fun being a radio show host yourself, there's, uh, there's a way you can play with some possibilities. With that, you can actually click on the icon. Uh, it says become a host, um, and you can explore the possibilities of having your own radio show, bringing your own conscious voice to the world here on Inspired Choices network.com so uh, and, and that's my little side story welcome back welcome forward <laughs> welcome sideways however you got here we're at the next segment of living beyond linear i'm keisha clark your host and i am here today with my beautiful co-host linda rue and we're talking about motivation are we motivating ourselves to madness yeah it's kind of you know everybody's got to have a hobby i like to say <laughs> If that's been your hobby, um, are you maybe ready for a, a new one that's maybe a little more fun <laughs> for you? <laughs> so, so yeah, motivation and the moving away from pressure versus actually moving toward what is fun for us, for you, for me. Isn't it interesting? And, you know, we could say all kinds of silliness like, oh, it's human nature, it's the funny thing about ego or blah, blah, blah. We could find all kinds of reasons, and that's not my point. That's not my target. That's not my objective. It's really about exploring where are you functioning from. One of my favorite questions is what would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? And when we make our existence really, really small, when we reduce our existence to like a singular lifetime, to a singular purpose, to a singular role or activity or reason, <laughs> how much limitation is in that? And I find that that is often one of the built-in uh, pieces, features, um, characteristics of motivation is we're trying to function from a specific set of choices or reasons, and we're trying to reach a specific outcome. Not a thing wrong with that. I'm just looking at what is your awareness of you've got all of these limitless, limitless numbers of possibilities to play with. How much fun is it really for you if, if you're one of the folks for whom motivation doesn't really work well, how much fun is it for you to, to try to pick one of those possibilities and focus on it for any length of time beyond about two seconds and then try to actually create it over, you know, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, a year? I mean, yes, there are things for which that could apply, such as, you know, you're getting your college degree. Okay. <laughs> and even within that, every semester has its own energies, has its own set of classes and its own dynamics. And every class each week has its own requirements. Okay. So would you just be willing to acknowledge that all of the parts really do require to be moving? when we're trying to create. And part of what I see people use motivation for is to try to force parts to move that that don't necessarily, you know, this is my, well, I'll call it my interesting point of view. It's also my awareness and my experience. We're trying to make parts move in a way that it doesn't organically occur. 
So part of this thing about motivation is that we, we decide what should happen and where we're trying to motivate ourselves for, toward, or into. And part of the reason that I find that doesn't work for a lot of us is because if we're trying to function from something that we've decided should be, we've already limited the possibilities of the outcome. So you hear me talk about energy a lot. <laughs> the nature of energy is that it responds, is one of my favorite things to say, because, uh, you know, it's, that's true for me, <laughs> and that's what I see in life. Um, and when you try to uh, fix an energy or fix a dynamic, you're basically creating um, a shield or a wall or some form of barrier that energy has to basically deflect off of. So how much possibility is that actually eliminating for you to play with when you're you're functioning from okay I'm concluding that this specific result is what I require or what needs to happen and therefore I'm only allowing for what I can see matches this or what I've already concluded or what someone else has already concluded for me has to be the steps toward this this goal, this process, this target. Yeah, how much freedom is in there? Now, if you're anything like me, friends, freedom is a big deal. <laughs> it is a big freaking deal. <laughs> Not because we're making it significant. However, freedom is the way we get to have the chaos in our lives that is really how we create. So some of us have this way that we create that it just doesn't match what we've been taught is how we're supposed to create. Is that an excuse to be a, a goober? No. Am I saying that you should have like no, um, you should just try to never have any kind of a, a conscious or attentive um, creativeness, purposeful creation or anything like that? No, that's not what I'm saying. <clears throat> If that's what you'd like to hear, that's okay too. And what I'm saying is there are so many of us on the planet right now showing up with a really different way that we function. We have different capabilities of how we pick up information, how we process information, and how we are able to bring information together to create. Are you one of them? Yeah, and if you feel like you're not one of them, well, that's fine. You might be able to create in a really structured way. And that is a huge strength as well, my friends. There are many occupations in which that can make you a great deal of money. And if that works for you, please keep using it and keep making a lot of money. And if you're not using it to make a lot of money, why not? <laughs> Would you start now? <laughs> and if you're one of the lots of people around this planet for whom that structuredness is not really happening for you, it doesn't really work for you, it's kind of insane for you, then would you be willing to create in the way that you create? So what the heck do we do when we're faced with this motivational thing and everybody says, you got to get motivated? Well, first, you could maybe just ask a question. <laughs> One of my favorite questions is, is that true for you? Is that true for me? Does it really work that way for me? Huh. 
okay. I was having a conversation with my friend Wendy just yesterday. <laughs> I have lots of conversations with my friend Wendy. If you've never heard the show before, you'll hear me say that from time to time. And we were talking about, we were actually talking about, um, she's reading the Seth books. And uh, so we, it kind of got us talking about religion. Um, I won't give you all the details because, you know, we don't have three hours. And um, part of what we were looking at is how it is so interesting that people can, like, show up in the world and have lots of these different awarenesses and gifts and capabilities and whatnot. And then when they, if and when they choose to take on a certain belief structure, they they just kind of go into the the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions and the beliefs of that particular belief structure. And it's like for a lot of people, that becomes then the 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 identity of them. That becomes like what's true for them. And what we were playing with is, does that really make it true for the rest of the world? Well, heck no, is the awareness I have. <laughs> Which is always, you know, for me as growing up, it was always so fascinating because um, there was, I was around many different people who attended different churches who were, you know, subscribing to different belief structures. And it was always fascinating to me because I would look around, I would listen to these conversations, and I'm thinking, so y'all are basically talking about the same God, you just put a different hat on it, depending on, you know, and you let it live at a different address, and you give it a different um, a different role to play relative to what you have chosen to believe, like what you've made real and true for you. So so a question to you, friends, what have you made or tried to make real and true for you that isn't really true for you? And this is part of how and where we can begin to shake the motivation um, model <laughs> from, our, from our DNA, from our lifetime, um, everywhere that we've tried to make someone else's program what would work for us and we've attempted to be motivated for that to work for us because we've adopted that as what's true for us and we've let it we've tried to make it true for us beyond the time that it was actually resonating for us yeah if you've done that would you give yourself a break and would you just be willing to firstly acknowledge if that's not working okay what else now can you play with? So I'd like to offer you a little something that you can shift the dynamic from motivation. We're going to play with a new word. And you might have heard it a little bit. <laughs> it's called inspiration. There's a difference between motivating and inspirating. And so when you start to play with, okay, what is really true for me and, and what really does work for me and do I even desire to create X, Y, or Z in the first place, start to look at what would inspire you. Now, let's talk about the word inspiration. Of course, I went to etymology online <laughs> again because I do that. And to inspire as a verb, uh, it's from the mid-14th century. It is to fill, such as the mind, the heart, uh, etc. Um, and it is also to prompt or induce, as in someone to do something. And then I love this um, from, let's see, from Latin, from approximately, I think, 13th century. Quote, 
to it's in from the word inspirare, or you could announce I'm not, I'm not a Latin expert. It might be inspirari, uh, or something else altogether. But that you get the gist. <laughs> to blow into, breathe upon, figuratively inspire, excite, inflame. To breathe, as in spirit. Now this I found to be fascinating. Um, to breathe into, like that has so much more lightness. Like when we talk about being inspired, what is it that breathes life into you? What is it that pours possibility into your being? Yeah, so let's, I thank you, Rhonda. She says, I'm taking a deeper breath as you're saying this. Let's do that. Let's just take a breath in Fill up your lungs, fill up your whole body. Do any of you perceive this lightness or a lightness that just started to permeate, just started to kind of bubble? When we even just begin with that question, what breathes life into me? And I know that sounds a little possibly dramatic for some. (laughs) So I'm just going to invite you to go with me here for a few minutes. What breathes life into your being and body? Now, that might be a fun question to start your day with. For maybe, I don't know, try it for the coming week. I'm I'm going to make myself a note to try this. What breathes life into my body and being today? Wow. Do you, like, okay, so here's what goes on for me when I ask that question. <clears throat> I perceive these energies that I have no name for, okay? In this moment, I don't have a name for them. I could probably come up with words to describe them. And by the time I'm coming up with the words to describe them, I'm I'm no longer present with those energies, okay? So really for me, it's about tapping into my awareness of these energies that start to stir when I ask that question. And part of what I have developed is in my awareness in in some of my with my awareness as my awareness how do i say that part of the awareness i am developing how about that is that when this shows up i know that it is something amazingly generative for me and i don't have to know the form that it will take because it's not necessarily in a form yet Yes, I know some of you are like, what the heck does this have to do with motivation? We'll get there. Hang on. Keep breathing. Be with me here. Get into the energy, friends. So (laughs) that was my little boot camp, Sergeant. Um, So when you ask the question, what is it that breathes life into my body and being today? And Lily's working with us now. (laughs) What do you begin to perceive? Now, that is a moment When you start to perceive those energies, you acknowledge that. And you go, wow, I don't know what exactly that is, but that feels yummy. And then you just be with your curiosity of, wow, how can I play more with that? Okay? How can I play more with that? To be inspired, um, I'll give you a little, I'll share a a story. (laughs) I have a story. Imagine that. 
<laughs> so something that's going on for me, it's been going on for me for a little while, and it's, it, it, I guess, within the last several months, it's taken a little bit of a turn. It's it, like some more clarity is coming about. Is, and I've shared this on a number of shows. Is I, I started a venture to be um, finding a home, a new home. New for us, <laughs> not necessarily new built, but a new place for us to live. Oh, gosh, at least seven or eight months ago. And there's all kinds of weirdness for me around this home thing. So that's just, you know, go back and listen to some of those shows starting in, oh, like November of last year. <laughs> and I've shared some of my experiences on some of those shows. And that's that's not the point of this one. So I'll just, I'll nutshell this. So in the process or in the course of this experience, um, needless to say, I have not, we're not in our new home yet. And uh, we've been amazingly blessed and fortunate to have um, contribution from some incredible people um, who are supporting us through this in ways that, again, is not part of the topic of today, but I, I do want to energetically acknowledge all of you. Thank you so, so much. <sighs> one of the um, the things that I was doing, one of the ways that I was approaching this whole thing was from trying to motivate myself to find the place, okay? And so I was going through the steps to, oh gosh, to to do this in the way that I thought I was supposed to do this. And I came to a point a few short, well, I guess it was within this last couple of months, I started to look at, wait a minute, this is making me crazy. And I really started to play with where am I functioning from and whose method am I trying to use to create this? And part of what it really illustrated for me, it really popped for me was trying to motivate myself really to do anything. In this case, it was trying to motivate myself to to do, quote, what it took to get a house, to get a place, was not working for me. It was actually taking me further from what I desired because it was putting so much pressure on. And I was a, I, there were moments that I was, I've been a mess just because I made this so difficult when I was functioning from I have to have this work this way. I have to have this experience go this way. Well, that didn't work. So what I started to do was get some clarity on really what kind of place, what kind of structure, and what kind of space and property and energy did I really want to go to? Because I will tell you, and I may sound like a total weirdo for this, and that's really okay too because, well, I am a weirdo. Um, the whole thing about all of the normal reasons to have a house don't work for me. Now, I say that um, not as an excuse. This was an awareness. And when I actually found a particular place that had a a house that was built, oh gosh, in the 50s or 60s, probably the 60s, I think it was. I opened up the information about that property and that home. And when I connected with the energy of it, something completely different happened. For the first time, I saw this place 
and it was it was it was doable it was like oh my gosh i could actually live there now i know for a lot of us we look for a place to live just you know to kind of cover the essentials for shelter <laughs> and you know a place to sleep and uh, i get it they're good to have okay i totally get it and what it helped me do was get into my awareness of how much more it really worked for me to look at a at the potential places look at the possible places to to live as from or through the lens or with the awareness of okay what is a space that is going to be generative for me and what started to really get clear in that moment was if i'm in a place that i love being it actually contributes to my being able to be there now this was new to me friends i don't know why it took me much longer than it probably takes a whole lot of other people who've been in the house buying business or or done this house buying thing for years <laughs> and that's not the point <laughs> but that shifted my whole universe now, that didn't mean that I found a new place right away. I didn't create it that way. It didn't show up that way. There were obviously some other things in play. <laughs> and when I began to tap into, okay, firstly, what is it? what kind of a place would I really like to be in? What's really fun for me? And what's, for me, part of my awareness right now is I really like a lot of the houses that were built in the 50s and the 60s here in the States. That's those are homes that have, they just they kind of speak to me. Um, there's other kinds of structures that I like. There's other kinds of styles that I like, and um, this was just a point of clarity. And what it did is it opened up um, more space. Like, oh, okay. So then, any of the places that weren't that, it's like, well, really, there's not a reason to go and look because the moment I would look at these newer buildings. It did nothing for me, right? So where I began to be able to function from was what inspired me, what breathed possibilities into the process for me. So that's part of what I'm talking about. You get more awareness. You get more clarity, okay? And that is how many of us, many of our us chaotic creator people... <laughs> which I don't say chaotic as a, a negative, friends. <laughs> a lot of us chaotic creator people are creators of magnitude. And hey, if we're not using that to our advantage, why the heck not? So, so a lot of us who have more of that chaotic creative nature, it is the awareness and the clarity that allows us to actually trust the chaotic nature of how we create more. Okay. rather than trying to function from putting pressure to force us in a specific direction or toward a specific outcome. It's about inspiring us to be in a space of trusting we do have a way we create. We may not have all of our awareness of it just yet. So does that apply to you, to any of you, to your life? And if it does... Would you be willing to just acknowledge that to begin with? Oh, yes, maybe take another breath. Oh, my goodness. And I'm blowing through our, our break because I really want to give you some information. So, so here's some things to play with. 
when you find yourself in getting into those pressury moments that you know you're you feel the tension you feel the pressure you feel the twistiness you feel the uh, and you have the awareness this is not fun for me okay I'm going to give you some tools. And the first thing I'm just going to say is sort of the broad spectrum tool. Start getting to question. Start asking questions. So one of the first questions you might play with is truth. Is this motivation or inspiration for me? Truth. Is this motivation or inspiration for me? So truth. Is this creating pressure for me to move from or is this providing or presenting possibilities for me to play with which one has more freedom if it's if it feels like if your awareness is that this is motivation okay cool what would it take for me to be inspired here is this something that i really want to play with so you could also ask what is this inviting me to if it's not inviting you to something cool new awareness now you get to choose. Do you still want to play with it or not? Or would it be appropriate to shift your approach? Because I get that some of these things you might be playing with are going to be projects that have to do with your employment, perhaps, or with your marriage, or um, with your children. You know, Yes, some of these things are going to require you to stay in the game. It's how you stay in the game. Okay? And that's part of where we get really tripped up. It's not necessarily about checking out of the game. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, Rhonda. She says, I love that the first two letters of inspiration are I-N. It's in. Yes, you're going into. Breathing into it. Letting it into your world, into your body, into your being. I love that. Yes. Thank you, Rhonda. Oh, my goodness. And if you're not listening to Rhonda Burns on Wednesday mornings, come undone with the Tenacious Minx, would you? Just join us at um, 9 a.m., no, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday mornings. Okay, side note, now we're back. <laughs> that was my advertisement. <laughs> um, she's awesome. She's also one of my, my producers and here on, on Inspired Choices Network and one of my sister goddesses. I love her. So, truth, am I being motivated or inspired? Is this motivating me or inspiring me? Truth. Truth. What is this inviting me to? If it's motivation, you get to choose. Okay, how can I change this? What would inspire me here? And this is not about what would inspire what would inspire me so I'm not motivated. It's not about resisting motivation to try to get to inspiration. It's just about looking for what would breathe life into me. What would breathe life into this for me? What would breathe new possibility into this project? What would make this fun for me? Those are some fabulous questions you can play with. And isn't it awesome we record these so you can play this back in case you didn't write those all down? <laughs> so the target, my friends, here is to get to the point of inspiration to get to the space where you are finding the invitation. And if there is no invitation and you are able to choose, if it's something that you can choose to walk away from, would you be willing to choose to walk away from it? If it's something that you can choose to stop playing with, would you be willing to choose to stop playing with it? It doesn't have to be difficult. Okay? So this is really about shifting our perspective. We see it from a different 
point of view. And what that can do for you is shatter your limitations. All of the things that were connected to the reasons and the justifications, they go away by the nature of the fact that we see it in a different way. We have a different awareness. We get clarity. So what could inspire you this week, my friends? What could breathe life into your body and your being that you've never even considered would be fun for you, could be fun for you, might be fun for you, would even maybe like, you know, spark something awesome and amazing for you? And not just one thing. What if it sparked a whole lot of awesome and amazing things? Oh, my gosh. So would you stop the madness, my darlings? <laughs> would you be willing to choose to play with some questions and be inspired? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I'm just going to share a couple of things. If you want to come play with me any time in the near future, like, oh, in these next couple of weeks, I have something going on on Saturday, October the 5th. It'll be Sunday, October, I'm sorry, Saturday, August the 5th. I'm jumping into the future. Uh, August the 5th. It is going to be Sunday, August the 6th in the Southern Hemisphere. And um, uh, it is a Global Embrace special event. So if you know nothing about that, just scroll down on this replay page and click to hear the song Global Embrace. If you purchase a copy and you actually put a review on cdbaby.com and you share it on social network, I will send you an invitation uh, to play with me on Saturday, August the 5th or Sunday, August the 6th, depending on where you are in the world. And um, it will be a special online event that is my gift to you. And to say thank you, I will be offering... Um, it's going to be probably a couple of hours worth of facilitation and the toning, the, the musical healing work that I do, um, the sound healing work that I do. Um, so if you want to find out more about that, click on the link, Global Embrace, find the song, purchase it, and respond. And if you purchase it and you don't want to leave your email at the time of purchase, you can actually just email me, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com and um, let me know you've bought it. Uh, you can do a copy of the review or however you want to do it, but just so that I can get you onto that list so you get the one-time invitation to play with us. You can also uh, come play with me on Sunday, August the 6th, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I'm going to be at the Dallas Psychic Fair, and you can also scroll down and find the link to find us uh, on this replay page. So, Ah, what will inspire you this week, my darlings? Oh, I adore you. Thank you for being the contribution you be. And have a fantastic, inspired week. Mwah. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week. Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.